Welcome to the Ask Zach Show. I'm your host, Zach Childs. I've spent the last 30 years working in the music industry here in Nashville, Tennessee, during which I've done everything from touring with major artists like Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood to playing the nastiest dive bars or even the occasional wedding. This show is all about barreling down the rabbit hole on all things guitar and the music we love. We will cover the legendary players, gear insights, and even some interviews along the way. I hope you enjoy. To support the show, follow the links in the description to find out about my Patreon page. Or go to my store at AskZach.com to pick up a coffee mug or t-shirt. Now, let's dive in. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another Ask Zach. Hope you're doing well and uh, have a news i have launched askzack.com so please go there i am in the process of posting a lot of my old vintage guitar interviews so and i'm posting the unedited sometimes extended interviews and with extra pictures and extra content so i hope you will go to askzack.com and go check it out and today Related to that, we are going to answer the question, how did I start writing for Vintage Guitar Magazine? Well, uh, just to give a little bit of background, I have a Bachelor of Business Administration from Belmont University, and I basically have no background in journalism at all. And so it was while I was working for Brad Paisley, Vintage Guitar Magazine uh, did a cover story on Brad. And Ward Meeker, who is the editor of Vintage Guitar Magazine, was handling the interview with Brad. And he was asking him some questions about uh, some of his gear and such. And of course, most of them Brad could answer readily. But every once in a while, he'd ask him a question that was uh, that Brad didn't know. And he said, I don't know. You'll have to ask Zach. Well, uh, Ward ended up doing a sidebar on me with the purpose of covering the gear. But we talked a little bit about me, and uh, that kind of started the ball rolling. So then Ward and I started kind of emailing back and forth, and of course I was honored to be featured in a guitar magazine. I mean, that was just like, that was huge. I can remember, I think we were on the road and we were in San Antonio, and I can remember going to a bookstore in San Antonio and buying up like five cup copies of Vintage Guitar Magazine because I was so excited <laughs> to be actually featured in a guitar magazine because I've been like the biggest guitar, you know, nerd there is in, in many ways. And, you know, I used to go to, you know, old bookstores and buy up used guitar magazines all the time. So to actually be in one was just kind of the end all be all. So Ward started asking me questions every once in a while because he knew I was somewhat connected in Nashville. And, uh... You know, everything from like, uh, like, I can remember him once saying, hey, can you find out what kind of thumb pick Brent Mason uses? Because one of our readers would like to know. Well, I quickly found the answer and, uh, you know, and responded with it. And 
out of the blue, Ward says, would you be up to uh, actually having your own column in the magazine called Ask Zach? I can't remember if we were, you know, anyway, I got named at some point. But anyway, he asked me if I'd willing to do kind of a question and answer column. Well, I had zero experience, you know, as a writer. I think I had written some content for Brad Paisley's website at one point. But uh, at that point, you know, there was a little fear. And I was a little afraid about, you know, falling on my face or looking bad. But, uh, you know, Ward was very kind. And, of course, he did a lot of editing and fixing early on. And he still does some fixing and editing. Uh, that's, that's his job. And, uh, and he does it well. But, uh, yeah, so that's how it started. So then, you know, I can fondly remember, you know, having my little disembodied head on, uh, on the cover of Vintage Guitar, and it had, uh, at the top of the page, it said, New Column, Ask Zach. So that was back in 2005. And so I've been with him ever since. And I have learned so much from that and, and gained so much from it, and that... That experience and doing that changed my life. I would not be where I am today if I hadn't had uh, hadn't have said yes to Ward Meeker all those years ago. So I learned so many important lessons and made so many important connections uh, through through working with the magazine. You know, one of the uh, one of the big lessons I learned uh, was from doing interviews. So the very first interview I did was with Tom Bukovac, and uh, that one was a lot of fun. And the reason I wanted to do it was Tom was an up-and-coming session player, and he wasn't, uh, I think he played on a a couple of of number one hits, but he wasn't like the guy yet. And I had been around him some, and uh, I just had a world of respect for him and his playing and his intensity, his musicality. Yeah, uh, he's a wonderful guy, and I hope if you haven't checked it out that you uh, have gone to his uh, his YouTube channel, and uh, it's I think it's five hundred one chorus, which is of course the Roland version of the Space Echo, and uh, it's amazing. He he puts up content every single day, so at least so far he has. So you need to go check that out. So I had the chance to interview Tom Bukovac. Uh, it was at a studio. It was a Rascal Flat session, and they had finished for the day. And so just there was an engineer there, and there was Tom. And we went into one of the side rooms, and we just sat down and recorded an interview. And then I transcribed it. I had to take my own photos for it. Uh, there was no photographer for it. And so, yes, I'm going to have that posted on AskZach.com. You're going to get to see the unedited uh, version of the interview and also the photos that I took that were used for it. And uh, that kind of whetted my appetite. And uh, so then I, I got up the courage and I said, hey, can I do a bigger interview? Can I do a, a featured interview? And uh, what about Brad Paisley? And they, you know, Ward was kind enough to allow me to interview Brad Paisley and it was a cover story. After that, uh, and this, this, was the less, this was the interview where I really learned a lot from. So I got the chance to interview Richard Bennett. Now, if you're not familiar with Richard Bennett, Richard Bennett was part of the kind of late-era wrecking crew. Uh, he played on Neil Diamond, Billy Joel, Bellamy Brothers, you know, all sorts of sessions. And then he moved to Nashville in the 80s, 
and was producing uh, like Steve Earle and Emmylou Harris and Marty Stewart. And uh, then in the mid-90s, he joined uh, Mark Knopfler's studio and touring band and has been with him ever since. Uh, so huge fan of Richard's playing. And uh, I pitched it to Ward Meeker, the editor, and he agreed. And I went to, uh, went to Richard's house, and we sat down and did this interview. Sat down and talked for about three hours. And then I started transcribing it. And one, I realized that I did too long of an interview, and you know I'm having to transcribe all these words, because there was no transcription software or anything like that. And uh, the other thing I realized was I was ashamed at the amount of talking that I did in the interview and how much I was talking about myself and my own experiences, which the interview had nothing to do with that. It's like it had been one thing if we were just sitting down and having a conversation, but it wasn't. It was an interview, and that changed me. From then on, I was much more quiet, and I let the, uh, you know, let the subject do the talking, and I just kind of steered the ship to where, you know, we didn't go aground, and we kept, you know, on interesting topics, but I didn't, you know, interject a bunch, and that made it to where when we started doing the True Tone Lounge five years ago, uh, it equipped me to do better interviews, and so I've gotten the compliment many times that you don't get in the way of the subject and you let them tell their own story. And that's purposeful. That's, uh, you know, that's something there's a lot of thought that's been put into that. And it's all because of that uh, painful interview I did with Richard Bennett. It wasn't painful at the time. It was painful listening to it you know, after the fact. So, so yeah, that was, a, that was a, an important lesson. Another kind of funny thing that happened was I pitched uh, an interview with Keith Urban and a cover story. And uh, Keith really hadn't been covered in guitar magazines at that point, which was a, a horrible shame, and I was trying to correct that. Well, we did the interview, and then two days after the interview, he went into rehab, and I was glad he was getting help, but I was a little, uh, I was a little scared. I was like, what's going to happen with my interview? And the, uh, the editor, you know, Ward and... and and Alan, uh, the uh, the publisher, you know, had to think about it for a second. But I was really glad that they came to the conclusion that they uh, they were still going to put you know, Keith Urban on the cover, and uh, and that was a great experience. And uh, I was glad to kind of get to shine the spotlight on a guy that uh, you know since then he's really gotten the respect he deserves. So uh, yeah, and then uh, continuing to do the Ask Zach column, and uh, you know, and of course. That, uh, you know, the, the True Tone Lounge kind of got birthed out of that. Uh, you know, getting to do uh, gear reviews, very educational. Getting, you know, throwing a piece of gear and then having to uh, really kind of describe it and, uh, and critique it <clears throat> honestly. And, uh, and sometimes you have to learn how to say uh, not-so-nice things in nice ways. You know, because sometimes you can't, you know, you uh, you don't want to trash something, but you can't say something is amazing when it's not. And uh, you, sometimes you have to write things in a way where, you know, people can read between the lines. So, but, uh, yeah, 
So yeah, doing doing articles, you know, writing uh, writing features, uh, getting to interview, you know, some of my heroes, and getting to continue to do the asset column, which I'm still doing it to this day, and I love doing it. Um, yeah. So recently, uh, because of kind of the extra time that I had on my hands, um, uh, my wife and I went about cutting out every single column review and feature that I'd ever done over the last, you know, almost 16 years. And we put them in scrapbooks and it's really fun looking back at those. And, uh, and again, I'm going to, uh, start putting a lot of that, you know, material up on my website. And so every week there'll be new, you know, content kind of from the archives and also stuff, you know, new, new things that are happening now. And, and also, you know, posts, uh, for my Ask Zach channel here on YouTube. So hope you'll go and check that out. And, uh, and I hope through this, through me telling you this story, uh, that you can, you know, when you're given the chance to do something that's a little scary, that you're a little fearful about, I hope you will say yes. I hope you will not be so scared about falling on your face or, or looking stupid or something like that, that you'll miss this great opportunity to, uh, to grow. Because again, my life would be very different if I had said no to Ward Meeker 16 years ago. Uh, it changed my life, you know, for the better. And uh, just like I have a bunch of other things in my life that uh, like go, working for Brad Paisley, yeah. These things changed my life, and I didn't know how to be a guitar tech, but I learned how. I didn't know how to be a writer, but I kind of learned how. Ward might disagree, but uh, anyway, I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, me telling a bit of my story, and I hope you will keep watching, subscribe, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Ask Zach podcast. If you want to dive deeper, check out my website, askzach.com, to find more articles and further info on each episode. And remember, it is the support from you, the listener, that keeps the show going. Thank you, friends.